In a world with custom calls, custom shotguns, and custom shotgun shells, why stop there? Why not custom decoy rigs made to hunt the way you hunt? From the jerk cords for the flooded timbers of Arkansas, to the long lines for the diver hunts of the Great Lakes, to the Texas rigs for the crawfish ponds of Louisiana and the rice fields of the Sacramento Valley. At A-Bear's Custom Decoy Rigs, LLC, they have the rig for you. From their coated cable to their patent tangle-free monofilament rigs to their endless weight, shapes, and sizes, they have what you're looking for. Find them at www.abearcustomdecoyrigs.com or find them on their Facebook page. Remember, get the rig for the way you hunt. back everybody to another show of flyaway connections i'm with my buddy joe joe hey how y'all doing this evening today on today's episode we'll just be kind of shooting the shit talking about how our season is uh me down here in louisiana we're on our second split i you know and here in the west zone and we're reopening up monday and kind of discussing how the season's gone and how we're about to finish out strong in some of our plans for the season yeah, we got a couple of things going on at the end of the season with conservation uh, groups and then uh, uh, getting some more hunts in. Um, so, I mean, I'm excited, man. I know uh, Sharp couldn't get on. He had a little mishap uh, happen today. Uh, we'll wait till he gets on and talk about that. But um, So I guess, man, so how how's, how's the birds looking for you over there right now? Um, so from what I heard today, I mean, today I was at work. Uh, I have a buddy who had a day off and he was out scouting. Uh, and some like, you know, about 50 mile area from where we and him hunted between each other. Uh, and he said there was a big push of birds with the last cold front coming down. He said, I mean, the biggest amount of birds he's seen since he was a kid in the 90s. So, um, I'm ready to get after. I'll be hunting Catahoula. Uh, this weekend and then getting after back in the West Zone on Tuesday, Wednesday and a little bit of Friday in the weekend and just finishing out until we do our Arkansas trip in February. Yeah, so I'm a I'm a, I did some stuff this past weekend myself too. Um, I'll be, uh, uh, I did some scouting. So uh, kind of viewers don't know, I kind of uh, moved to a different region of North Texas. I'm still in North Texas, just a little bit more North. Uh, Oklahoma is like a 30 minute drive for me, Oklahoma border anyway. So, um, but I'll be hunting mostly, uh, I went to go scout this uh, Lake Ray Roberts. Um, actually what's crazy is when I went to go scout it, man, GW was there <laughs> and uh, I was like, uh, he came up. He's like, you just get out. I was like, oh, no, I'm just going in right now to scout and um, kind of talking to him. And uh, he was kind of letting me know the, like, the rules and stuff. So um, it's always good when you uh, meet, you know, you, you talk to your game wardens in the area because they kind of can give you the low down and keep you out of trouble, too. So I tried to do that, give give them a call, too. But I didn't give them a call. And luckily, I got to see them. So um, but I went out, scouted some spots. I saw, I saw some really good, promising spots. You're like the only um, guy I've ever heard say, luckily, I got to see him on a game board. Yeah. <laughs> hey, shout out to game boards, man. I'm probably about to see you. 
I don't want to see you. <laughs> like, I'm not doing anything wrong, but I don't want to see you. It's like saying, oh, let's say I got pulled over by this cop thing. and told me to slow it down. No. Slow it down. Yeah. No, I mean, I get it. I'm just trying to, I mean, I, I'll be honest. I, I didn't, it didn't bother me because I wasn't hunting anyways. I was just going out to scout, but I got to ask him questions. I think that's it. That's one thing. <clears throat> um, ask him questions about like lay of the law in the area. But um, I think next weekend I'll be, I'll be going out. Uh, I got to work on next week. Uh, life got it uh, kind of got a hold of me. So I got to get some stuff done, but um, I'm excited, man. I know we've, uh, and then the end of the season, we'll do some conservation up in Arkansas, man. I'm excited for that one. Um, I'll be, Joe will be going with him and his two boys. And I'll be going, uh, me and my daughter and my son will go up there and we'll hunt. Uh, we'll meet up with uh, Sharp and you know, kind of give our last hoorah. Yeah. Until um, uh, next season. Yeah. This is, I can't complain about this season. Uh, there's been some high points and low points, but I mean, I've stayed on the birds pretty consistently. Um, I mean, I know that we had like, like a week or two where it might have been a little bit difficult, but I mean, uh, like I said, I think I've gone, I've counted my hunts up. I'm, I've hunted 23 days this season, and out of those 23 days, I got six scratches. So, I mean, we're scratching. I mean, there's days that we go out there and we're not killing birds, but, you know, over 20 hunts and, you know, um, I think, you know, not bragging, but bird-wise, I'm at, you know, including teal season um, for this year, I'm at 207 birds dead. So, yeah, I'm, good, yeah I'm slow rolling it. I'm still slow uh, rolling it. So, how's the pig going? I didn't even ask about that. How's your um, pit going? Are you still using the pit or? Oh, the pit? It's... Yeah, the pit's doing good. Um, I'm still hunting rice lease. Light rice leases. Uh, I mean, yeah, nine nine times out of ten, I'm 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 hunting rice. I think I've I've hunted timber a few times to go kill some wood ducks. I've hunted with a you know a good buddy of ours and um, sponsor the show. Uh, Mr. Uh, a Bear, you know, A Bear Custom Rigs, Decoy Rigs. I uh, hunted his some of his properties and you know they're kind of backwater marsh areas. Uh, but remain, I've been hit, I've been hitting that rice, um, hitting that rice pretty hard. Uh, I said this weekend I'll be hunting the, you know some bigger sheet water on Catahoula. But yeah, hitting hitting the rice and hitting it hard. You haven't got no cans either, huh? Not yet. No, I mean, okay, I've, I haven't killed. Catahoula. I know Catahoula. Yeah, hold them. Uh, this is I haven't killed a diver duck yet. Uh, it's all been bluebill, nothing. Ducks. But I mean, also, I don't have laxing at all. Uh, I know that's what I we scouted it, and but even when I scouted, when I scouted laxing, I didn't see no divers. Um, I've seen mallards, model ducks. Uh, pintail, teal. I, I yeah, but I mean the thing about the whole landscape of Lacassine changed. They broke some levees down, and you know it's much smaller pothole type, um, you know tule grass type stuff now, which now that open water widgeon grass that it was before. 
So, um, yeah, I mean, I know guys are killing divers. I know guys are on the lakes, uh, the lakes around the house are killing divers and stuff. But this year, I, mean, I haven't really targeted them. I kind of stayed in, um, I've stayed on teal and I've been really, you know, fortunate this year, this season, the green wing teal have been good to me. The spoonbills got been good to me for the viewers who see my Instagram post, me, kids, and a good buddy got on a, on a boot lip beatdown is what we like to call it. We shot a four man sure. limit of, of, um, spoonbills. And that was actually a good day. Um, man, we made a game out of it. We, I'm, so what we was, what was the, so when you guys went out there, you guys was, uh, was it, you said it was out in the marsh or. Yeah, it was my buddies. Um, my buddy Barry, you met him. We had a deal with him this year. Mm-hmm. I'm Mr. A bear's place. Uh, yeah, yeah, I he remember. Has, he has a marsh lease um, out there in, in uh, the Grand Chenier's uh, down here in Louisiana, and he was like, "Hey, let's go." You know, I'll let him hunt some, you know, in the pits. And he was like, "Hey, you know, I want to take you and the kids out to um, to go hunt uh, my lease." I was like, well, "All right, I mean, we'll kill a few." I, I mean, that's what I thought because you know he was. Yeah, I'm not gonna say he was struggling out there, but he wasn't like. He he had some days where he scratched and barely, you know, come, you know, one or two. I think the best day he had before that day was a seven bird day out of three guys, which I mean, mm-hmm. it's still a good day. You're killing ducks, still a good day. Uh, so we went out and we had a good south wind, and everyone knows who went in southern Louisiana, southwest Louisiana. At least you want that south wind keeps the birds out of the Gulf. And um, man, that morning we were just hearing birds. I mean. You know, me and Joey were calling, landing, or you know, all you know, us three spirits boys, we like to get on our duck calls. And we're calling, we're seeing, you know, early in the morning, we're seeing these big, big groups of gadwall and teal coming in. So they're landing the decoys, they're playing, we're kind of you know, calling back and forth, banning with them playing. So it's got to get some get, uh, kind of shooting light, you know, right before birds start kicking out, they circle around, we start calling again. Two come in, boom, boom. We killed two guys who hunt out there in, the, in, in, in those leases know that it's, it's open water. So you don't go pick your birds up right away. You kind of kill a few, you get to go and usually you use a boat to go get them. And, uh, we killed two, three more come in, doom, doom, doom. We killed. So at this point I knew we, the second group of birds were spoonbills. I thought the first group of birds that we killed were um, some teal. I thought they were a blue winged teal. We go pick them up. All five birds are are Drake spoonbills. Oh, nice! So we come back around. We're hunting, hunting birds, and we're noticing there's spoonbills coming in. There's some gadwalls. We've seen a couple of bluebills. We've seen some teal. The but the spoonbills are just coming in. Boom, 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 boom. We shoot again. At this point, we have about 10 to 12 birds down. We go pick them up, and we're like, oh, man, these are all Drake spoonbills. So we're at a two-man limit now between four of us with all Drake spoonbills. And we kind of were settling in or watching spoonbills work, and we're like, you know what? Let's shoot a four-man limit of spoonbills. And for the next about 45 minutes, we shot, we, you know, we shot spoonbills. <laughs> like we were in Arkansas killing, 
killing mallards. Um, which is funny is we're all down to our one last bird. And yeah. I made I made a joke. I was like, you know what? We all need one one bird for a four man limit. We're up five birds. I said, the next group of birds are coming in to be four bull pintails. And long and behold, four bull pintails come in, fluttering yeah. over them uh, or spinning wings. And we all look at each other, and we're going, hold off, hold off, do not shoot, let them get out. And uh, that took some self-control. They got out, another five minutes swing around, some more uh, spoonbills come in, and we all finished off with our spoonbills. I think, actually, all three of us, uh, the three of us finished off, and then landed. my youngest son, or he's actually my middle son now, uh, we we had a new addition with me and my wife to the old Spirits Clan. He was waiting for his last one and landing about fifteen minutes fifteen minutes later. Shot a uh, the last um, uh, spoonbill we needed. And it was a Drake. So yeah. I mean, we shot we shot a good strap, of mostly Drake uh, spoonbills. I mean, we seen the pictures, the Pit Viper yeah. pictures. Hell yeah, 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 def- yeah. Y'all- yeah, check it out it's on on uh, oh, Instagram and then Flyways Instagram. Um, so I guess my question: How was y'all set up? Like, what what gear did y'all use? I mean, what, so what, what did, it look one, like? did you make a pocket from, or so, how did you how did you use it? Yeah, we had a pocket. We we, we hunted a big U, kind of tight. Uh, we're using um, you know, it was a sit-in blind that he built out there uh, on the in the marsh. And you know, on the bench scene, everything. But uh, we had probably about six dozen mix of um, uh, decoys of mallards, pintails, redheads, uh, some canvas back decoys, a lot of teal decoys. So we had, you know, good. We want we had some divers mixed in there for white. But I think I think that really a really um triggered. The kill was movement. We used quite a bit of movement decoys, water movement decoys. Mm-hmm. Um, we you know, we hunted. Um, it was his lease, so we you know, we hunted all pretty much all his gear. But he was using uh, the Mojo flutters, yeah, and Lucky Duck spinning wings, uh, Lucky Duck flappers. Um, we probably had four Mojo flooding flutters. Two flappers. Um, so, what do you think about those flappers? Three. Um, oh, hold on. We had three uh, Lucky Duck spinnings, and then we had a dozen flock of flickers. Okay. Uh, the flappers. I mean, they're. I, I, mean, I don't dislike them or like them. They're just just as good as any. When I think that it wasn't like the flapping flapping ones, it's the ones that sit on the water and they kind of swim around and they kind of uh, kick up water. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I call, I call them how, many, how many? You said a dozen uh, flock of flickers. Flock of flickers. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you. I think the flock of flickers was, was a deal maker. Well, see, I use mine. Uh, I used the flock of flickers when I was uh, when I got those green wings in uh, um, the Eagle Mountain Lake here in uh, uh, north of Fort Worth. So, I mean, I like yeah. them. Um, but I don't have a dozen. I think I have I have four of them. I just yeah, bought we a, pack a dozen. Of them. Um, yeah. I mean, I like them. I I, tell, I think that's the most under <clears throat> underutilized um, motion decoy. The flocker flicker. 
I like anything yeah. that spins. I like spinning. I like a little pulsating. Um, yeah, I think that, that the next thing is um, is I need to get one of those. Um, my bad. Um, I want to get the remotes for my Lucky Ducks. So I still haven't got those. Uh, yeah, but that's the only thing. The flock of flickers are they're nice. I like them that you can put. They have two different settings, so um, uh, and I mean I I like them. I'll use them. Um, so would you guys have you guys had like um, offset like spinning wings on higher poles or lower poles or? Oh, uh, we had them all set low uh, on lo- right. lower. You know, I tell you know about this time of the year, my mid to late season, I drop them. They were probably about an inch. They're the tail feathers about an inch off the water. I mean, we're hunting real open water, open marsh, so I mean, you could probably see a mile across water. So the, you know, so you could see them from a distance. So you didn't really need that high. You know, that guy can tell. See, when I'm hunting that coffee grass. Um, yeah. Um, so like, I mean, I think. I'm gonna tell you. I think the spinning wing motion and calling uh, kept them, you know, got their attention at distance. Yeah. And, um, I I could say we finished them off with um, the what do you call it with water motion. But to be honest with you, if I have to say what do I thought the success of that hunt was, what kept bursting tight was that at distance, the first thing they seen was those spinning wings and all the little spinning that was going on in the decoy spread, a little flashing and then calling that got them in tight. And then maybe some of the mojo yeah. uh, water ag- agitators um, helped. I mean, I think, I think water, water, water motion is definitely always a finisher for me. Um, but I mean, right now I'm in the market for um, some new water motion. I mean, I'm going to say it right now, <laughs> get the cat out of the bag. Uh, what I'm going to say it. Yeah, um, we kind of parted ways with uh, TRD. Um, they're having some quality control that I, that I'm going to say to the show that me, Joe Spears, didn't feel that was adequate for what the product was costing and some of the issues they had. And um, the issues weren't going to get fixed anytime soon. So I'm a man of my word, man. Uh, for the viewers, um, I'm not going to tell you guys to buy nothing or stuff that I don't believe in. And, um, you can't buy my, you can't, you, you can't buy me. Uh, if I don't think your product is what you say it is, I'm, I'm going to cut ties with you. I, I can't, I can't. And I, 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 Chris and Sharper, you know, they, they give me dirty looks right now, but I'm going oh, to be straight. Sharp ain't even here, but I'm not giving yeah, but I, I, I'm going to be okay. straightforward <laughs> with you. Just like, I mean, um, no, I get it. And I just kind of like, uh, yeah, I think, uh, um, yeah, well, we definitely, yeah. there was definitely some, uh, some things that, um, I wish them all the best. I know. I, I wish they, yeah. they, they, they bumped their quality up, but paying over a hundred dollars, a, some of their decoys and, you know, the, you know, the issues of them not working, you know, past the season or not even finishing the season or some of it not working out of a box straight out of the box. Mm-hmm. I had issues with that, man. And um, 
dudes were dudes were buying it off of our recommendation, you know, and I couldn't I couldn't brush my teeth in the morning, stare in the mirror, and know that waterfowlers, you know, the everyday Joe waterfowlers are, you know, there was guys who literally bought this equipment, this gear off of our recommendation, and they had catastrophic fails. I couldn't, you know, I, I you know, I, I, yeah, say what it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just me, and uh, I'm gonna be me. Yeah. So, um, but I mean. Uh, all the best to them. I still think their light and lethal floating decoys are some of the some of their, their great decoys. They're light and they're lethal. But um, yeah, I have the best to them. But I'm definitely we're definitely in the market for um, some more um, mo- water motion style decoys. Yeah. So I know we've uh, we've talked about. It. I think next season we're going to do a little bit more broader on the motion. Um, I think one thing, and I've been talking about this in the past and I still haven't like pulled the trigger for it and there's been uh, reasons for that, but, um, man, I really want to get that, uh, lucky duck swimmer, you know, uh, yeah. to see what, put it to the test and kind of see what it does. Uh, I, I like it. I like the idea. I enjoy it. Um, when I saw it at the ducks expo last year and, oh, we saw it at the, um, water, uh, Delta waterfowl expo too. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I I did like I like Lucky Duck products. Um, I've always, I mean, but, you know, everyone knows I'm not super huge on motion water agitating decoys. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm kind of giving them a try more. Now, I'm not saying I'm not huge on water agitation, but everyone that knows me, I run a big jerk a jerk cord. I mean, I run a 12 decoy jerk cord that runs throughout my spread. Um, it's, you know, it, 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 it comes in a little suitcase from Rig and Ride. Rig and Ride, I think they bring right did discontinue it. I wish they would bring it back because it, it does work. And let me tell you, my jerk cord works every time. It doesn't run out of batteries. It doesn't have machine, machine failures. Um, nothing corrodes on it. It, it does the job every time. Um, yeah. And I think, I think that's something that we all, as waterfowlers or even any type of hunters, we all know, like, for instance, like any man powered, um, uh, whatever it may be, it all, as long as you're not broken, it's going to work. Um, like a kayak versus, you know, a boat that you have to uh, worry about a motor or whatever. And, and not saying motors go out, but, um, I, and yeah, except mine. Yeah. No, mine <laughs> didn't go out. My reverse doesn't work. The, the gears aren't switching. I don't know. I, so I got, uh, we already talked about this. I got, a, I got, a, got the boat. This was during the pandemic. Uh, motors were harsh. So I kind of had to jump on, uh, uh, use one. And actually right now, man, I think I'm going to end up, I'm still up in there. If anybody can give me more recommendations, but I'm still up in there on the mud buddy or, uh, um, the gator tail. Uh, both of them are good. I both of them are good motors. Yeah. See, with, when you go with motors like that, like yeah. Mud Buddy, Gator Tail, Pro Drive, Excel, um, Go Devils, they're all reputable. Does Excel brands. make motor? I think Excel uses. Uh, they use somebody else. They use a company that makes motors. Yeah, I, 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 I want to say they. Pro Drive. I think I was thinking of Pro. Drive. Yeah, Pro Drive. Pro yeah, Drive. they make them. My buddy has a Pro Drive, and I loved his Pro Drive. I think they're yeah. super good motors. Um, yeah, but you know, so, I mean, go with a reputable brand. There's things, there's things you can, you can, you could cut 
uh, what do you call it? You can cut um, corners on, but I'm always going to say, like, I think motors, boats, motors, stuff like that, that can, when they, when, when they, when it fails, it, it ruins the whole hunt. I think just spend the money and, and, uh, yeah, but I mean, this is one of those things, man. Any, well, yeah, any going to fail. Any, because you see, you see guys like all the time, like have, probably one of the best motors in the market or something, and, you know, wear and tear age, it goes out and I get it. I mean, yeah. it's better, um, it, but it is one of those things, but that's why, and, uh, we've talked about that. That's why like, I actually, before the show started, I think I'm going to end up just buying a kayak too. So, um, cause there is some spots, man, that you can get into with a kayak that you can't get with, even though you have a really good small mud, a motor boat that like you can get in with a kayak you can dismount and hop it over or, um and there's there's a spot i found here so i'm gonna try to get back there um yeah i tried hopping it with my boat yeah i hopped it but it didn't go too far <laughs> but, what was wrong with it <laughs> uh it like i said stop um i also need a little bit stronger motor um but uh yeah man i i'm definitely and i i think my thing too is like i really like the mud buddy or i think it's my I, I think they all do but they make a they make a surface drive and they make a mud motor and some of their surface drives are nice like where they can go through the marsh and flooded timber so and i guess the reason i like that is for like the fishing portion too because I, I like yeah. to fish too so yeah. i think I, I might move towards to like a surface drive from one of them because they they those are, I mean, they, they kind of like mud buddy will tell you, you know, it, for marsh, it's good in the marsh. It's good in flooded timber or whatever it may be. So, um, I just got to keep researching stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> Looking it up so, and stuff. So gear, I mean, yeah, I know we have waterfowl and everything's super gear specific and geared things. Uh, I know for some of your hunting, you know, uh, life caught up to you a little bit on what she does to everyone during sometimes in duck season. Uh, but what, what, what's the one piece of gear you say that came in clutch for you this season? I'm on your, I'm on your uh, man, that's hard because I got a lot of stuff this season. So I got the Drake boat boat line. Um, yeah. Uh, when we did the VHO hunt, I got, uh, some blind, uh, well, I got some, um, some stuff to brush like the, the bow blind. Um, Oh, you did buy that there? I, yeah, I ended up buying it there. I, and then it's crazy. And like, I, I know we talked about it, but it, to me, yeah, I, I don't even know if it's part of waterfowling, but like staying comfortable. And I got those, uh, little portable heaters with propane tanks. And my kids loved yeah. it. They were comfortable. Um, I did like that. Um, man, I will say, I will honestly tell you the truth. I will say the Drake boat blind. I think the Drake yeah. boat blind was clutch just because I got to put it up. The kids didn't have to be in the water. Um, we were just sitting in the boat, dry, talking, uh, kind of bullshitting. So um, I would say the boat blind. I would say 100% the boat line is, and the reason I say that is because of my kids, the younger ones, I have three younger ones. So, um, the youngest one that goes out with me, he's four. So, um, it definitely yeah. came in clutch. And then I have a, I'll, I have a little propane uh, stove top cooker. I'll make them breakfast. So, 
Um, I think that came in clutch. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, I would say that. Um, the hell is that dog looking for? Um, I mean, what came in clutch for you, man? I'm going to say my waiters, man. I'm going to brag about Drake a little bit. Everyone knows I'm a, I'm a Drake fanboy. Uh, I got the Drake zip up uh, front zip waiters this year. And um, I stayed dry this year <laughs> in the water. All, and I've hunted them hard. I've hunted them hard. Um, I've hunted them hard during teal season and all the way until now. And I haven't had a leak yet. Uh, cause I'm about 20 something hunts with them during big duck season. And I'm probably at another, <sighs> I'm including teal season. I had eight days of teal. So I'm almost 40 hunts this season and, um, it, no leaks. Um, the zippers, the only, I have had some zipper failures on my outer zippers but the zippers that failed really went. I don't know why Drake even had those pockets there. They're mesh pockets. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess they're just to kind of hold stuff when you need to be held. But the main zipper, I love the way they fit. I like. Um, and then I really like the removable liners on them. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I want to see what the model name, 100% model name. Yeah, I, I would is. say, man. Yeah, because I know. Uh, yeah, those those side zippers. I know those those have been issues for everybody. Um, I don't I don't know how big. As long as the main zipper doesn't go out. Um, yeah, they're the. I have the Guardian Elite front zip with the removable liner. Now they know they just released some with a it's a tearaway liner. Um, I know they moved they, they this year. They they also released some that has a sewing liner. Man, I like the removal liner here in Hunting, Louisiana. Um, weird. Teal season, I didn't need it. Beginning of big duck season, I didn't need it. December, but I needed it. <laughs> I needed it bad. It got real cold. It got in the teens this year down here. And I had it in, and I, I hunted fine. Um, I hunted, I mean, with those liners and some and my Drake uh, canvas waiter pants, um, that's – and uh, you know, a hoodie in a in in a pullover. I mean, that's all I really needed for the real extreme cold we had. And when I say extreme cold, I think the it got to the 18 degrees, the lowest. Now, like, or maybe a real a real feel of like 10. Yeah. Uh, for here in Louisiana, that's cold. But I mean, I have had my thing is I've had no leaks. Um, I know Sharp went with the sheens. I let him talk about about how dry or undry he stayed in those. And I know you went with the um, the canvas back waiters, the yeah. full bodies, and I I know you um, you're definitely not finishing the season with them. No, um, yeah, I think we'll it's another podcast. Um, I will say this: I, I do like the idea of uh, full body waiters, um, <clears throat> so people know. So when I took out uh, my uh, my waders, um, they uh, they started leaking in the crotch area, um, and I didn't even notice it at first. You know, I got out there, I was like, "Man, I like this. I got deep, I neck deep. I was 
thought I was dry. And then for some reason, my, this area, my crotch area was getting, it felt cold. I was like, what the heck? And, uh, when I checked, uh, I had a small leak. Now I, they did respond real quick. I did, uh, email them. They emailed me that day. Um, and they said that they can either refund, they can refund me or uh, just send them back and they'll send out a pair right away. Um, I went ahead and got the refund just because I, I kind of needed it quick. I didn't know how, I didn't know what the weight was going to be like. So, um, I'll be honest, man, my, uh, Cabela ones haven't failed me. So, yeah, I mean, and the, uh, um, yeah, Cabela's brands are, I think they're, you know, they're great waiters. I think mm-hmm. this year Cabela came out with a, um, with a, uh, a friend zip as well. Zippable waiters. Uh, oh, did they? Yeah. Now, I mean, the thing, uh, here's the thing about me in the hunting down in the South and I really like the camo Cabela uses. They use with this company called um, True. They use uh, the True Perry, True Timber. That's a re- it's a real good, uh, you know, camo that I like how it blends in with backgrounds. Um, I like how it blends in with uh, its natural environment, um, and it can kind of go in you know in multiple environments with you know kind of just blending. But uh, the only thing I'd say I don't like about them, I'm going to check on here, and it's not that I don't like it about them, is if I hunted in yeah. a different region, I think they're not, it's a sewing liner. So, I mean, down here, like, you don't need a sewing liner hunting here in Louisiana. Um, so... I mean, that's probably the only downfall that I see of them. But besides that, if I was hunting anywhere else, like Nebraska, anywhere where I knew it was going to be cold during um, the whole all of duck season, then, I mean, I think those are great waiters that um, out great waiters at a reasonable price that, uh, you know, for viewers, you know, if they're in the market for newer waiters. And I mean, and some of these high-end waiters, I mean, it's also why they have the um the what do you call it? The um the warranties they have. Uh, I mean, there's always gonna be failures and waiters and stuff. But even with some of these warranties, when you mail them back, I mean Yeah. You I mean or so you only might have two weeks. And it might be a three all your ducks might be over by the time you get your, you know, some of this equipment back. So, I mean, you kind of want to look for the gear that's going to last you the longest reputable gear that's going to last you the longest and not put a, a damper in all of your uh, duck season or make you have to miss out of duck season or change the way you hunt and kind of scrounge or you know, redo the way you hunt the gear that you need to hunt. Um, like I said, I like, I mean, I wanted a pair of sheens. I like the sheens. Uh, I went and I just, I kind of, you know, I'm old faithful. I was, I, I seen these, these drakes. I was like, ah, let me get these drakes. Um, I like my Drake waiters before they last me, you know, five seasons on the original equators. Um, that's, I mean, five seasons out of a a pair of, uh, waiters is, I mean, great. Um, before I got a, a tear I couldn't fix anymore in it, and it was because it was neoprene. And I got a pair of these these breathable waders, and um, man, I loved them. 
I really, man, I, they are my favorite waiters. Uh, now, I mean, I had, I still have my banded uh, red 2.0s that I use as a backup waiters. Nothing wrong with those waiters. I, I still think they're good waiters. I mean, um, a lot of people get banded bad, a bad height because, you know, they say they leak. But when you spray them down, retreat them, wash them regularly, and take care of them, you know, they last. Um, I just, you know, the the waiters I have from Bandit are just they're a sewn in liner, and like I said, I I just wanted something a tearaway liner that I could not have to roast, and um, yeah, down this Louisiana weather. But the Cabela's, if anyone's wondering for these front zips, the Cabela's Northern Flight front zip breathable uh, hunting waders, um, okay, and they're they're uh, four hundred fifty bucks, and I mean they look. They look like they're built strong. I haven't, I don't know personally anyone who uses them besides like, you know, like Tony Vandemore, Habitat Flight, you see him using them. But everyone that I know who's had Cabela waiters, even myself, when I've had Cabela waiters, they've lasted, you know, the test of time. Yeah, I've never, I haven't had issues with mine. So, um, but I think uh, next year, I, definitely, I mean, I think it's time for some new waiters just in case. I mean, I, um, Damien's actually, his has just started, his neoprene's just started leaking. And so I might have to get get him some, but. Yeah, well, um, I mean, those those neoprene's are kind of hard to hunt. And when, yeah. you, when you guys hunt that brush, and that, you know, that, that backwater brush. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of, you know. Uh, hard on them. Uh, yeah, and I think I think he got it from Yeah, I think that's where he, he got it was uh when we went uh actually to go get them wood ducks, we had to go through like a bunch of like brush and like um cut trees or whatever. So that was, that's where he got his, but it's not too big of a leak. He didn't he really didn't even notice till we left and then he saw and I was I, I kinda asked him, I was like, Man, did you pee your pants? And he, I mean he might have peed, I don't know. I doubt he did, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, yeah, man. Uh, the last thing is we get, we're getting ready for, uh, was it February 4th? Yeah. February 4th, we head up to Arkansas for their veterans and federal conservation views, but for duck and the specs for their veteran and uh, youth, um, day where we'll be hunting, and then the next day we're trying to get on a conservation goose hunt with me and you know, my clan, your clan, uh, buddy, my Barry, he's coming down, and then with Stump, we'll be there. And it's just kind of uh, of an end of the year, end of the season type of fun hunt. We try to kill, get on a little bit of all these snow geese. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's to me, that's me a good way. Is a, you know, Sharp can't be on right now because he's he's grinding away guiding. And he's I mean that dude's staying on the birds. Um, I'm not like per se guiding for money, but I'm, you know I've been guiding, taking guys out for Valinor this season. Uh, had some pretty cool hunts. Um, you know, killed killed a good amount of geese and a good amount of ducks. I'll just say this year my first half was my extended teal season where. Like we killed a lot of blueing and greenwing teal, but yeah, this February last hoorah hunt, it's definitely a more relaxed, low key, uh, with friends and family and just 
relaxing, killing, you know, getting after the birds one last time before we put it away and grab the bass rods and crappie rods out. Um, yeah, no, man. I'm I'm excited. Uh, this last hunt, man, I think uh, we'll go out with a bang. We'll have some fun. I know the kids uh, kind of joke around, too, when they're all like, uh, they get yeah. together, so it's pretty cool. Uh, watching and the joking, uh, Joe and them were joking about uh, the wondering, what do you call it? Some of the crazy stuff Damien will say. Uh, <laughs> says, um, <laughs> my fingies hurt. Yeah, that fingies got me proud of all the time. Yeah. So, what, so because of that, I got... Huh? Oh, go, you're about to talk about gear. I'm uh, not talking about no, gear. because of that, like... Um, I got him. We, I bought him better gloves. Um, they come with yeah. the layer gloves, and they actually they're the ones that you can insert the uh, hand warmers in. Yeah. So I mean, he likes those. He actually likes that he doesn't get wet because he's in the boat. He's like, yeah. I love this. I can relax yeah. in this. So I mean, who doesn't like that? Um, you know, it it is what it is. Um, but I mean, I just thought that was funny. Yeah, what's one piece of gear that you that you want? That you're like, man, I wish I did. I wish I had it this year. And you yo, I can't wait. I'm about to get it for next season. Kayak. A kayak? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. that's it. That's one of my yeah, favorites. Yeah, I got kayak and uh, you know, um, um I just brain fart and I'd be retail. Uh Creek yeah, Creek Boat. Yeah, if you're listening, you know, you know, open up shop, open up shop here in Texas or something. Let me know. <laughs> I'll be your yeah. first purchaser. Um, I I like. So here's the thing. I I seen firsthand. I've seen the Phantom of the uh, Beaver Tail. Great, great kayak. I've seen the was it the twelve hundred and the the was it the two thousand or whatever. It's like two for, person one for what? Oh, the Beaver Tails. Yeah, and then the, the they have the they have the um the um what is it called the it's the flat one I think I forgot what it's called but I mean they're all great but I'll tell you what Creek Boat does have is the fact that what had the amount it holds and how light is it yeah um, I think their lightest one is the Phantom and that's a no no no, no well. No, it's a phantom. Oh, 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 you're talking about Creek Boat, Phantom? Yeah, no, I'm, no, I'm talking uh, about uh, Beaver Tail. Beaver Tail, yeah. And Creek Boat, and, I mean, they're, and, and, but, and it's still pretty, it's kind of heavy too. I, we lifted it, the Phantom, so. Yeah. Uh, it's not, I, no, my bad. I won't say it's heavy. It's not heavy, heavy, but it's definitely heavier than the Creek Boat. Well, the Creek Boat, the, their, their, their lightest, you know, because they have two duck hunting models, is uh, an M90 and like an M89. And both of those are under 40 pounds and they hold up to 350 pounds of weight. That's light. Um, you know, and then I think they have a model 12 or the M12 and the M11, which goes for 11 foot, 12 foot boats. And they're 50 and 57 pounds and they're holding up close to 450 pounds. You hold into them. So, I mean, that's, yeah. you know, that's a lot of gear and stuff that you can hold into that stuff. And, um, yeah, if, if the I, don't, I don't, if I don't end up getting the, uh, the Creek boat, um, I think I'll end up getting, uh, the 1200, I think it's a 1200 or the 2000. I think they both hold two people, but the yeah. only reason I would get that is just because I can go by myself 
but I could also take uh, one of my kids if I needed to, you know. Yeah. Um, now, the only or, thing I don't like about the creek boats is they don't handle very well in the wind because they're, they're yeah. so light. But besides that, uh, I, I think they're phenomenal. I think they're a phenomenal product. Yeah. But I think that's that's probably what I'm looking at in the next. Um, I mean, I'm kind of set with the boat, the bond. Um, I mean, hell, I got heaters for it, a little portable propane. I got a, I got a little pro, uh, propane cooks, cooker so I can cook for the kids. Um, so I think I'm, I'm pretty much set with the boat. I don't think I'm going to get anything besides maybe a motor in the future. I've, actually, next year I'll have a new motor. Uh, this year will yeah. be the last time I'm using this motor. Um, but this uh, 2023 season, I'll be using a new motor. So, um, but other than that, man, I think that's it. I think that's that's what I'm. Uh, I think I'm going to definitely look into. And another thing too is, um, if I need to and I need to get somewhere quick, uh, I can throw one of the kayaks in the boat, get there quick, dismount, take the keys or whatever, um, and just go. Or I, can, I don't know, find a tree and then tie my my boat off. But um, yeah, man, that's what I'm de- definitely looking forward to. What about you? What are you going to look forward to? So I have two things that I'm going to probably get for next season. Um, I'm going to try to do a little bit more public land hunting uh, next season. Just kind of you know keep things versatile. I went back. I, I we did a little bit of public hunting, and I, me and the boys, we all kind of got the itch again. Uh, I hit some public land wood, wood duck holes and uh, got that itch again, seeing them woodies come in and dipping and diving and decoying, decoying and getting called in nice and tight. Not, you know, never pass shooting on the wood ducks, always get, finish them. But so I'm going to probably look at the next product I want is they call it a refuge runner, a decoy ba- backpack decoy bag from um from rig and right. And I want two of them because me and Joey will carry, you know, Landon will carry um, our uh, motion decoys. Well, I mean, I think you can carry two dozen decoys in each of those uh, backpack uh, refuge runners. And, you know, me and Joey will have those on our back and we'll go back in some of these walking spots. Uh, definitely, you know, from rig and right, uh, rig and right's, you know, a great brand. They, you know, they help out, um, Val and Honor tremendously, so that's where you know Val and Honor has a good working relationship with them. So uh, they have those, and I I like them, and uh, that I'll be getting those. My next thing is I'm gonna change all my decoy weights and my decoy rigs out to um you know, and I have Tangle Freeze, and I have Rig and Rights, and I have some other other brands. But all my decoys rigs will I'm gonna change them all out to um Aver Custom decoy rigs. Um listen, I, I've used them this season um uh, about on half of my rigs and I've tested them. And you know, you've seen the torture tests, man. They are they're the real deal. They don't, you know, they're mono tangle free lines. That's what they are. They don't, you'll you can get them in a ball. And they will come right out. You not only twist them up, and they'll slip right out. And his patent pending, or not patent pending, his patented um, mono line doesn't. You know they don't. What do you call it? Um, 
they don't tangle up and they're, you know, they're easy and they're just, they're super durable. Also what I like about, you know, I have, I run some of his, um, his, um, coded cable, you know, I like how he did, doesn't have line memory and it's coded cable. I can, I could, I get, I use them. I use a four foot decoy rig on them and I could wrap them around the keel to kind of, you know, shorten it when I needed to short lengthen it when I needed lengthened. And when I unravel it, there's, there's no, no line memory, no, you know, no kinks or whatever. So, and then I also like, I mean, I like how he has custom weights. You know, he has, you know, I think 10, 10 different sizes and 10 different shapes. You know, there's 10 different combinations of weights you can use with shapes and sizes. So, you know, I have different weights and different weight and sizes for um, what I need. Um, And then I tested out a new one for a new rig that he, or he, I don't know if he made it or he's seen it. Uh, You know, we all use Texas rigs, but he has one called a Virginia rig. And um, I use a Virginia rig. Um, it's kind of like, uh, think of it as a Texas, a, a dual, a dual loop Texas rig. And for running public land, I can link them onto each other on both loops, carrying them over my shoulder a lot easier. Both loops being secured in a D ring, one transporting keeps its less, uh, loose ends from the tangle up. And, even then, when you use them on the mono with this tangle-free mono rig, I can't. I mean, you can't beat them. Man. I really. Uh, that's one product I am going to say this year that I was actually excited about seeing. It's, and it's weird, you know, we're, we're talking about decoy rigs. You know, a lot of people don't think about decoy rigs being, you know, can a make or break of a hunt, which you're not going to make or break a hunt. But I tell you, in the morning, in the dark, when you've walked in you know, or paddled in like this paddle next week or Saturday that I'm doing is going to be a two mile paddle one way. Well, after I'm done paddling two miles to get to a hole, I don't want to deal with tangled up, knotted up, kinked up uh, decor rigs. Um, it's not how I want to spend, you know, my time at four o'clock in the morning under a red lens headlamp. So I know for viewers on that one, I will tell you a, Father Canadians has a great working relationship with Mr. Abear. I go look him up on his social media. Go look him up on um, his website. It's abearcustomdecorrigs.com. Uh, and um, I'll give him a shout and you know, tell him the way you want to hunt and how you're hunting and what, what you need. Me. He will have a rig for that will suit your needs. Yeah, he definitely made some. He made some for me too. I, I, I'm running those now and Man, I love them. I know I had, I actually sent him a picture. It was funny too, because I sent him a picture because I, I wasn't able to get some made from him. And I was like, please save me. This was early in the season. And I had just decoy rigs just like tangled up in a ball. I couldn't get it out. I was just frustrated. <laughs> the first response he said, he's like, you know what? send me that and uh, I'll send you those right away. He wanted, he, he wanted the tangled up decoy rigs. Um, I still yeah, need to get um, it to him. It's and I got here, it to so. him and, and uh, we did a torture test on those and he hasn't compared them. And it's like, not, I mean, it's night and day. Um, yeah. So 
Um, 100%. I love these. Um, I'm using uh, a red uh, line and um, just to be different. Um, and I, I mean, I like them. I love them, man. Um, and I do like that. I do have a longer line because I do hunt in uh, in more in lakes more than, you know, not being in Louisiana no more. Um, but if I ever go back, I can do what you said, just tie it, you know, wrap it around the keel and then let it set. So, um, but I love it. Um, but yeah, check him out. Um, but man, this was good getting back on here. We're ready. For, I'm ready for February and then, uh, ready to get some out there, man. This is fun. Yeah. You gotta get I Sharp on once he, once he gets yeah, done. Once, once Sharp's done, you know, living the dream. Uh, yeah. but yeah, man, I'm, I'm gonna finish this season out strong. Um, and we, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're finishing out strong. And, um, I'll tell you what, this last season for the Flyway Connections was a good one. We've had some great guests on, and uh, mm-hmm. we have some stuff coming up here in the future that I'm super excited about. And um, we're going to get back to the roots of everyday hunters and uh, everyday brands that are, you know, are, are really, you know, we want to fill the waterfowl voids. I feel it happening. You know, I'm at the end of the season where, you know, some of us are like, oh, yes, it's the end. I can sleep in a little bit. But then you're like, man, you know, a week into it, I really miss those waking up, two, growing up, those, yeah, those two o'clock wake ups, you know, yeah. filling your gas tank up at three in the morning at a gas station, slamming monster and ibuprofen so you could do a walk <laughs> in the marsh. Yeah. And, you know, I miss those. It'll come April time, I, I'm Jones before, and I'm a turkey hunter, but turkey, I like turkey hunting. They want, you know, all your turkey guys. It ain't the same. You know, I, mean, I love fishing. I love bass fishing. I love crappie fishing. It's not the same when you're, you know, it's fun and it, it fills the void, but it's just not the same chasing those cuffed wings and, you know, just the everything that goes and the preparation that goes into it and that journey that goes into, the, you know, the hunt. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to finish the season off and, you know, yeah, put some more content out there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, man, check this out. Uh, man, what else? I mean, I'm just ready for next season now, man. I'm ready to finish this season strong and then uh, just kind of get ready for next season. Um, I think, like you hit on the nail with the, all my rigs will be A-Bears rigs now. And... Um, you know, we say working relationship, but even if we didn't have them, I would run 100% A-Bear's rigs. A-Bear's rigs, um, yeah. Yeah, just because he may check out his social media, check out our social media. Like, it, it's crazy how they they just, they don't not, uh, I, I don't know. I My thing is that when I, when I get all my stuff out ready for the season, it's just like trying to jerk and pull things out. It's just all tangled up. But yeah, check them out. Um, but man, this was good and, uh, we got to get back on, we'll get sharp on and, uh, you guys stay tuned for upcoming events and upcoming things, uh, with flyweight connections. If you like the show, um, you know, give us a review and let us know what you really think. You know, even if it's bad, just, just explain why let us know what we need, uh, what we can do and reach out to us and let us know what you guys want to listen to. And, and maybe we even want on the show, maybe we'll reach out to them. So, um, but yeah, like always I have a good one and let Val not fail. Hey guys, and like always, I want to thank Bow and Honor Outdoors for what they do for our service members, first responders, and veterans. And I want to thank A Bear Custom Decoy Rigs. Like always, y'all have a good one and let Valor not fail. Mm-hmm.